When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Personal time is probably one of the most controversial things in a relationship. Today, I'm going to help unpack how you can have your personal time and build a meaningful relationship with your spouse. Stay tuned. So, welcome back to the Marriage Success Series. We are finally in part four, and this is going to be kind of a subcategory to what we talked about in part three of the importance of spending time with your spouse. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of you having your own personal time. Before we dig too deep into today's episode, I want to make you aware of marriagedrills.com where you can go and sign up for one-on-one coaching if that's something you're interested in. Just go check the uh, description box below or the show notes and you'll find a link to marriagedrills.com where you can sign up for that. Also, on the website, you can suggest a topic for the podcast if that's something that you would like to do. And you can also catch up on some drills that are there. And then last but not least, if you find value in this content, please rate, subscribe, comment, and share with a friend. If you're on a platform that allows for reviews, please give this podcast a review. It just helps get this into the ears or the eyes of someone who may really find great value in it, just like you are. Let's go ahead and dive into today's content. So the first thing is why is personal time even important? And personal time, man, let me just tell you that it is so important to the relationship for a few different reasons. And you know, some of the notes that I jotted down here, one is it recharges your batteries. And the second reason that I jotted down is give it, it gives you some space to grow and to focus on something that you're interested in. So let's back up to the recharging of the batteries. Uh, it should not come as a surprise that whatever we do in life, it takes a certain amount of energy. And when you do things without replenishing that energy, you start to run on E. I think we all understand that if you turn on your cell phone and you watch YouTube all day on your cell phone, the battery is going to die. Well, the same thing happens in our relationships. When we are spending all of our time, not to say that it's not important to spend time with our spouse, and very few people are actually spending you know, all the time with their spouse. but. When we're constantly doing things with our spouse, we really turn into some angry people, right? And that's because we're spending a lot of our energy without replenishing our energy. Now, that's not to say that our spouse can't replenish our energy or our battery or reset our battery, because that's absolutely possible. But other things in our lives may get in the way. And this is why it's important to have personal time to replenish your batteries. 
Now, we'll talk about some of the things that you can do a little bit later, but I want to establish the need for personal time and not make it such of a selfish thing. Right now, I think there's a lot of people who can relate during the coronavirus pandemic. There were a lot of people at home with their family and they were really getting on each other's nerves if we're being honest, right? And that's all stemming from the fact that we can't spend all of our time with one another and we wear each other's nerves down. In a marriage, it is the exact same construct, right? We can wear the nerves of our spouse down. Now, some wear faster than others, uh, and this is where a healthy balance in the relationship really does come in. But if you don't have personal time, it is likely that you are going to wear down the balance of your relationship a lot sooner than if you did have personal time, which is why it's important to map that out for yourself. Now, the second piece was it gives you space to grow. It's important to be able to grow. The growth mindset in every relationship is only going to take you to the next level. It's only going to develop both you and your spouse that much more uh, as husband and wife for one another. Now, when you have personal time and you get to focus on the things that you're interested in, it's almost an outlet, right? Uh, again, when we get into the suggestions, we'll unpack this a little bit further. But if you are training for a marathon or a half marathon, and this is something that's really important to you, your spouse may not fully appreciate or understand it, but you fully appreciate and understand it. You know that it's going to take time to train for this event. Your personal time could be working out for this event, preparing for this event, and looking at your stats. If you're, you know, I'm a Garmin user, as you can see here, if you're watching this at least. Uh, I'm a Garmin user, and I look at my Garmin Connect app a lot just to see where I'm, where I'm at from weeks past, right, as I'm working out running, uh, lifting weights, whatever it is that I'm doing, I want to see my progression. Well, that's my interest, not my wife's interest. But I see my own growth. And when I see that growth, it inspires me to grow in other areas, which is where uh, you sitting here taking the time to grow in your marriage is probably in the same context of what I was just talking about with the growth and having the space to grow. Maybe your personal time is just being able to hang out and, and watch these videos or these, uh, listen to these podcasts, whatever it may be. But nonetheless, growing and having something of your own personal interest brings value to your relationship and it really brings value to yourself. So that's the reason why it is important to have this time, right? We want to be able to recharge our batteries and we also want to be able to give some space for ourselves to grow. If you are constantly doing things for your wife or for your kids or for your family and you don't have any personal time for yourself, you're going to tire yourself out, all right? 
Now, I get it. There are seasons in life where maybe you won't be able to get as much personal time as you did in other seasons. That is fully understandable. But to cut it out completely and to pretend as if you just can't have personal time, uh, I think that's a false mindset or a bad mindset to get into. And you should absolutely have some because it's not selfish to have personal time. So then that begs to answer the question, well, how long should personal time be in order to grow a relationship and to, and, you know, to really just build one another up? Well, I will recommend that you have one to two hours per day where you have dedicated personal time for yourself. Now, if that sounds like way too much, let's put it into perspective. If you sleep for eight hours out of the night, then that means you're awake for 16 hours out of the day. You work for eight hours, give or take, and we'll put an hour of commute time. So now you have nine hours, right? So that leaves you with a total of seven hours where you can invest in your wife, in your children, and in yourself. All right? Now, if you're working multiple jobs and you're getting limited amounts of sleep, you're going to have to figure out what works best for you. Maybe it'll be a weekly thing where you have some personal time uh, because I get it. If you got to make ends meet, then that's what you got to do. But what I'm hoping that you are grasping from this content or from this content is you need to have some time for yourself, whatever that is. I'm recommending one to two hours daily. I wouldn't go more than two hours because then you start to fall into that, that trap. Like if you go three hours, well, you're only giving your family five, right? Um, and if you go four hours, because now you just have that time, now you're really only giving your family four. So the reason why I'm saying one to two is I, I think that that's the sweet spot that won't cause too many issues or challenges. That's the only reason why I, I say it that way. Now, this time needs to be agreed upon between you and your wife, right? Or the wife and the husband. Uh, it, it just has to be agreed upon. If you are making up whatever uh, time and it's not agreed upon, you are setting yourself up for a huge conflict uh, because you're going to be accused of not caring or not wanting to spend time like we've already talked. Um, so just like how you should protect the time for your couple's time, you should also protect your personal time. All right. And I won't offer up to you if personal time or a couple's time is more important. I think you're going to have to fill that out in your relationship and in the season of life that you're in. If there is a level of you sacrificing your personal time to spend time with your wife to build your relationship, then that's absolutely going to be more important than you developing yourself on your own in, in, in personal time, especially if it's something that your, your marriage really needs. But if you are spending uh, a lot of personal time and not giving your wife the independent time or the couple's time that you need, 
then you're probably missing the mark. And if you aren't doing either one, then I would highly recommend you guys start with the couple's time and then figure out your personal time in, in, in between there, all right? Now, once you put it onto the calendar, you have to adhere to it. I know that not everyone likes to live by a calendar, all right? I get it. There's some things that you can put on your calendar because the, you have obligations, right? Think of this as an obligation to yourself in the way of I'm going to take some personal time so that I can show up and be better, be energized and charged for my family at the time that they're going to need me the most. So don't shy away from personal time. Uh, don't make it overly long. All right. I think guys will have a harder time with this. There are some females that will have a hard time with making personal time uh, for themselves. Not such a, a, a priority or I'm sorry, not getting carried away with personal time. I think guys, we tend to one over or underestimate how long something is going to take and we end up going over time. And, you know, this doesn't have to be a perfect one hour or two hours. It could be 50 minutes. It could be 30 minutes, right? This is the, the that's where you have to really tailor this to your marriage and to your actual season of life. All right. Now, this is the fun part. What should you do in your personal time? I'm going to offer it up to you in about two in two categories for real. There's the growth category, which I think you should spend a portion of your personal time in the growth category. And then there's the relaxing category. I think you should spend a portion of your time in that category as well. Now, in the growth category, this is where those workouts come in, reading a book, uh, creative projects, if you will, like me creating this podcast and, and working on this podcast. This is in my personal time. All right. And I also work out and I have personal time for that. Now, I'll explain how, how we can you can have more personal time because I have a lot of it. And I'll explain that here in a second. Now, some of the relaxing things that you can do is watch a TV show or a movie. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory. You just can't binge watch stuff. Right. Or if you do binge watch, make it like uh, an event. Put it on the calendar and say, hey, on Saturday, I really want four hours of time where I can binge watch this show. Again, agreed upon time. I know it sounds like I'm saying ask for permission and kind of I am. But at the same time, I'm really trying to articulate that it needs to be communicated that you need this time. And you should be able to go to your husband or to your wife and explain like, hey, I'm going through this right now. I really need some time so I can do this. And if your husband comes to you and says that or if your wife comes to you and says that, then hear what they're saying and be the loving spouse and say, you know what? I'm going to give you that time. All right. Now. If you are the husband or the spouse that's going and saying, I need this time, 
don't make it a regular routine to ask for like this maximum or really large uh, drawn out time for your own personal interests. All right. Because then that's where we start to dive into the I'm being selfish lane. All right. But maybe once a month you can say, hey, I don't want to get out of bed. I just want to lay in bed. Right. That's relaxing. That's important. Uh, something else that you can do during the relaxing period, play a video game. All right. Uh, I won't get into that. I think that's self-explanatory. Uh, you can also have meditation time and meditation is extremely, extremely relaxing. Uh, it, it can go with both actually with the growth capability and with the relaxing capability. There's something about meditation. that's just uh, calming and it recharges. Uh, I personally meditate on God's word uh, on scripture. Um, but if you are just taking time to really free your mind of all distractions and just sit in silence, you know, for me, I sit and I pray that in my meditation time, that is extremely relaxing for me. But moral of the story you should spend some time in doing personal growth uh, activities and then more and some other time in doing uh, relaxing activities. All right. You may not be able to do both on one or on one uh, personal time window. So on Monday, maybe it's workout time on Tuesday. Maybe it's relaxed time and then vice versa. I don't know or one hour of one, one hour of the other. And these hours don't have to be uh, in conjunction with each other, right? You could do maybe 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, uh, whatever you choose, right? Like, again, tailor it to your relationship, tailor it to your marriage, uh, and I won't continue uh, driving that point home because I think it's pretty straightforward. And then try your best not to do work related things. The goal here is to make sure you are taking time to recharge. And I don't know about you, but work does not recharge my battery. Uh, work drains me, right? Even sometimes working on content can be a little overexerting and it could drain me. So, Focus on doing something that is not work, but something that just re-energizes you and really gives you uh, a better perspective on how you can become a better husband, a better father, and a better man. Now, again, personal time may not be available every single week. If you can get it every week, that's great. And if you can't, that's okay too, all right? Get it where you can and where it makes sense for your relationship. I can't stress that enough. Make sure that it, it makes sense for your relationship. Uh, you'll also need to weigh this with your kids' activities and make sure that you know, you're not stepping on activities that you've already obligated the time to. So like, if you said, hey, I'm going to take you to soccer practice, well, you're going to have to take your kid to soccer practice, right? We want to be a man of our word. So if we tell our kids 
our wives that we're going to do something, um, then we should. And ladies, if you are going to say that you're going to do something, you should be a woman of your word and do what it is that you say you're going to do. All right. Um, but don't let the kids activities overpower your calendar to the point that you don't have personal time. That's, that seems to happen a lot where we're like, Hey, I, I need to do all these things for my kids or with my kids. And then it's like, I have no time for myself and you're so exhausted. And then you don't really make time for your own uh, relationship with your spouse. And, you know, it, it really wears on you. So my recommendation here is don't let the kids pile stuff onto the calendar. It is okay to tell kids no. I tell my kids no and they move on and they're still doing perfectly fine. Now, they also get to do a lot of the things that they ask for, but no is okay. Because as soon as you say yes to something, you say no to everything else. As long as you say no, you start to protect your calendar. And this is why, you know, uh, working or living off of a calendar is pretty uh, convenient because you can look at it and see, like, can I do this? And I like to keep at least three hours of white space on my calendar every day. Out of my 16 hours that I'm awake, I like to keep three of those hours as white space. It's not always uh, consecutive hours, right? Sometimes I may have one hour and then a two hour block or an hour and a half and an hour and a half or 30 minutes. I always keep some white space on my calendar if I'm getting full for the day. All right. So something for you to look into and, and think about managing. If you got questions on that, then send me an email and I'll be more than happy to break that down and unpack it a little bit more. The next thing, protect this time in the same fashion that you would protect your couple's time. I already touched on this, but you got to protect this time just like you would your couple's time, because this is just as important as your couple's time. Now, I know earlier I said that if you had to choose between the two, you should go with the couple's time. And I only give that suggestion and, and make that recommendation because the, the whole purpose of being in marriage is to come together, right? It's not that it's more important. They're, they're really almost equivalent, right? Because if your battery is drained and you're forcing yourself to come together, how well are you guys going to communicate? How well are you guys going to build a marriage uh, or a, a relationship or just build an experience? It's probably not going to be the greatest. So that's the reason why I say you should probably uh, spend time with your, your or your wife, but it's important to have that personal time for yourself. And then uh, you may need to wake up earlier or go to bed later. Now, this is something that I, I just have to give you, right? Uh, all of what I'm offering up to you is based off of an eight day, or I'm sorry, an eight hour sleep schedule, all right? If you sleep for eight hours, then you're awake for 16 because there's 24 hours in a day. Whatever your bedtime is and whatever your wake up time is, you get to decide that obviously based around whatever your priorities are in the day. If you have a nine to five job where you got to be to work at seven, well, 
instead of going to bed and waking up at 6.30 just so you can uh, get out of bed, get dressed and hop in the car and go to work, maybe wake up an hour or two before you have to be to work. Get some personal time there. That's where I get a lot of my personal time is in the morning. And most of the time, or most of the time, when I get my personal time in the morning, I don't need to take any time in the evening. Sometimes I get extra time in the evening and then that's where I can work on extra things, uh, you know, content or other creative endeavors, whatever it may be. Watch a TV show, watch a movie, just chill out. So don't spend all of your time in bed and plan to wake up early or go to bed later. Get your 16 hours in and set yourself up with an eight hour sleep schedule. I mean, I'm not telling you how to live your life, right? I'm just giving you uh, ways in which you can find time for yourself so you can grow and relax. That is extremely important when it comes to building a relationship, building a marriage and developing yourself. So hopefully that content was helpful. If it was, please rate, comment, subscribe, smash the like button, uh, whatever interactive thing that can happen on the platform you are watching or listening to this on, please interact so we can get this out there into the hands of others. If you know someone who is struggling in their marriage and you think that this series would be beneficial, share it with them. All right. Now, until the next time, I want you guys to find a way to love your spouse every day. Peace.